The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 22nd of October. In your Squiz today, Wentworth is looking a lot closer than first thought. The discrepancy in events surrounding the death of Jamal Khashoggi. Megan takes a break as the Beckhams land in Australia. This is your Squiz today. Now, Claire, some squizzes might be a bit surprised this morning as the headlines over the weekend about the Wentworth by-election have been all about how smashed the Liberals got with independent Karen Phelps claiming victory in Malcolm Turnbull's old seat. But you've templated it a little bit by reminding us that the final count isn't actually in yet. And there's still a way to go. So I guess the starting point, and we'll work backwards from that, is that um, ABC's election expert, Anthony Green, thinks that Phelps will actually get over the line. But there's still some counting to do. And what that is about is that there's 25% or a maximum of 25% of the vote left to count and they're mostly postal votes, um, you know, the ones where you get a form and you send it back uh, in your own time. There's still mm. quite a few of those to count and it looks like those are strongly heading towards the Liberals' Dave Sharma. So uh, even though Phelps at the moment is 1,600 votes ahead, it probably will come right down to the wire. But, you know, when someone like Anthony Green says that Phelps is on track to win, you've got to take that seriously. But there's still quite a few days left to resolve this. And what's uh, the Prime Minister had to say, given, I mean, despite all of that, they've still been dealt a pretty massive blow and are likely to be dealing with a minority government, which means if anything to pass through the House of Reps, the Liberals need the support of a crossbencher. Yeah, and look, if they if Dave Sharma does get over the line, uh, it still doesn't discount from the thumping that they took uh, at the yeah. moment. There's a 19% swing against them, which is of historic proportions in a by-election uh, against a sitting government. But yeah, um, Scott Morrison and, um, and the Libs said they, they get it. They get the message that dumping former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull wasn't a particularly great move. And, you know, he's continuing to put his hand up and say it wasn't at his uh, request that that all happened. He actually voted against this bill motion and really wished that none of this had happened. But um, yeah, Phelps support and, and Labor said that it shows that the Libs are increasingly out of touch with voters when it comes to things like climate change and shutting down the Nauru Detention Centre and, and other things. And I thought one of the interesting things to come out of yesterday is that Jane Caro, who is a social commentator, says that she might uh, take that up in uh, Warringah, which is former Prime Minister Tony Abbott's seat and she's having a think about having a run and she would be the sort of candidate uh, that would run on a platform much like Karen Phelps did about those sorts of issues. Yeah, and if you're into politics, there's plenty more in the email. There's so much commentary on this. Uh, it's been confirmed that journalist Jamal Khashoggi was killed in the Saudi consulate, but Saudi Arabia and Turkey both have very different versions of events, Claire. So the Turks are sticking with their view that it was something that was pre-planned, that there was a, a squad of about 15 Saudi agents who have flown in to carry out the hit. That, as you say, is in contradiction with the version that the Saudi government have put forward on the weekend, which was that there was a fistfight um, which hadn't been planned and um, led to um, Khashoggi's death. So that was initially uh, welcomed by Donald Trump, 
the fessing up of, of that. But over the weekend, he seems to have firmed his views in line with other world leaders to say that the explanation's inadequate. And Australia was one of the latest countries to pull out of, of the big conference that's being held in Riyadh this week. Just terrific. The, um, the version, one of the versions is absolutely horrific. Oh, it's a fairly dense news day today, isn't it? There's a lot of There's information. A fair bit going on. Yeah, yeah, this one. Afghanistan has held elections over the weekend. And they had to extend the polling um, time for that because what happened on Saturday um, was fairly bloody. There were nearly 200 attacks uh, on polling stations that um, resulted in the deaths of um, almost 30 civilians and 11 security forces and caused um, hundreds more to be injured. And, yeah, the government's extended voting um, at least until um, yesterday, possibly even until today. And yeah, it's the first vote that they've had that their security forces have been in charge of. So it was a, a pretty big deal. And, uh, particularly with the Taliban and Islamic State, um, vowing to disrupt the process, which is exactly what happened. And today, Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Labor leader Bill Shorten will deliver an apology to the survivors of institutional child abuse. That's at 11am. Yeah, it is. It's one of the promises that came out of um, the Royal Commission that wrapped up late last year. And along with the redress scheme, um, experts say that it's something that needs to happen to help survivors. And Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were out and about in Sydney again on the weekend. Uh, Meghan, though, has decided to to take a step back from some of the visits. She's feeling a little bit tired, which is fair enough given she's pregnant. Yeah, Invictus Games were launched. Um, the um, opening ceremony was delayed because of a pretty incredible um, thunder lightning storm. show. It was, was a crazy yeah. storm. It was Brief, amazing. But crazy. Very, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but luckily we've got the Beckhams here to keep keep us interested. Yeah, well, Megan can have a rest while they take the limelight for a little bit. And hilariously, he um, gave an interview to the project which um, uh, in oh, which yeah. he said that um, marriage is hard work, which, um, of course, I, I loved. Um, there were tons of articles yesterday online about Victoria looking downcast as she arrived in Sydney yesterday. She but I always she looks, just looked like she always yeah, She always looks so, downcast. It's, she's just, that's just her thing. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, tons of tabloid fun with that. Oh, boy. Ah, the subject line. What have we got? Uh, Don't stand so close to me, which is the police show. Um, I think that's probably how Dave Sharma and Karen Phelps are feeling about each other, given um, there was a bit of space between them on the weekend and that's closed. And, yeah, they're going to be standing very close, I think, for a while. I'm sure Dave Sharma doesn't mind too much. Uh, Kieran Maisel was the winner of the $100 worth of Belgium chocolate from last week. Thanks for reading, Kieran. Yeah, and he's a good Queenslander, so I hope we can get it to him without it melting. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll manage. Speaking of the Squiz Today email, jump in there. Heaps more news in there today. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please let all your mates know. We're available on all podcast platforms, and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Superb. 
Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.